G'day and welcome to the Dolby Anglican Podcast. My name is David and I'm one of the ministers at Dolby Anglican Parish. We're a church that's all about knowing Jesus and making Jesus known. And if you'd like to learn more about our parish, you can visit anglicandolby.org.au. Today's sermon is the second as part of our Slow Down Songs series. It focuses on Psalm 121 and it's entitled, Slow Down and Look Up. Psalm 121 says this, I lift my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, if you drive from Dolby to Brisbane, just before you hit Gatton, you'll see a billboard that simply says, Look up. It's part of a multi-million dollar advertising campaign that advertisers claim has reached a third of Australians and is designed to encourage you to look up. A study published in 2019 by Dr. Fiona Kerr found that looking up and out can change your brain, your body, your relationships, your perspective and your sense of identity and belonging. Dr. Kerr describes the purpose of the Look Up project as a glorious romp into the science of why it is so amazing for us to look up and out, and how that tiny, seemingly inconsequential decision to lift up our head is one of the most basic things we can do, yet it has some of the most profound effects on us as human beings. She claims that looking up and out can improve mental health, brain function, spatial awareness, and the quality of our relationships. What I find amazing about this is that 21st century scientists are beginning to talk like 2,500-year-old psalmists. Psalm 121 begins, I lift up my eyes to the hills, but where shall I find my help? From the get-go, we're being encouraged to lift our eyes and our hearts for help. Where does our help come from? Verse 2 responds, My help comes from the Lord, who has made heaven and earth. So today we're going on a glorious romp through an uplifting poem in the Bible. Psalm 121, at a glance, can seem a little bit like a hallmark card, full of cushy words but with no real substance for hard times. But when we slow down and look at God's word in context, we find the most inspiring truth in all the world. The Lord is our helper, guardian, protector and keeper. And knowing this reality changes everything. So if you find Psalm 121 in your Bible, there will most likely be a note under it saying that it's a song of ascents. There are 15 songs of ascent in the Bible. Three times a year, faithful Jews would travel up to Jerusalem singing songs of ascent to each other as they went. They'd take animals for sacrifice with them, as well as 10% of all their earnings to offer up to God at the temple. Festivals were times to slow down and focus on God. A pilgrimage was a joyful journey, but it was also dangerous. 
The walk could take many days, with searing hot sun and cold nights. There were wild animals and bandits who could attack unarmed caravans of pilgrims by surprise. This is why the psalmist lifts up their eyes. It's not because they've seen a fancy billboard. It's because they're looking for danger. The path to Jerusalem was rocky and dangerous, particularly at the bottom of a valley, where you could easily be ambushed. People also looked to hilltops, because that's where shrines to false gods were. Priests and cult prostitutes would try to lure pilgrims from these high places. Come and offer your sacrifices up here, they'd cry. Why bother travelling all the way to Jerusalem when you can spend your tithe and have some fun up here, they'd taunt. But a savvy pilgrim knew that if you kept looking up, if you kept looking up to the Lord, eventually you'd see his house. The temple in Jerusalem was called the house of the Lord because God had filled the place with his presence when it was completed. If you kept looking up to the hills, eventually you'd see Mount Zion, on which Jerusalem, the city of peace, was built. Slowly, your group of pilgrims would swell as people from towns walked through and joined you and suddenly you'd be part of a massive worship party. Friend, while the physical temple in Jerusalem no longer stands, we are still pilgrims, and our help still comes from the Lord. We may not have lions, bandits, or high places to contend with today, but we still face dangers and temptations. Maybe you're worried about your health, or crime, or cybersecurity, cost of living pressures. So often these worries force us to look downward and inward. Psalm 121 instead encourages us to look upward and outward. Our help still comes from the Lord. He is our helper in need. Always has been, always will be. If life is getting you down, remind yourself that the Lord is your helper. Look up and remind yourself, my help comes from the Lord. The next thing we learn in this psalm is that the Lord is our guardian. Verse 3 says, He will not suffer your foot to stumble, and he who watches over you will not sleep. Climbing down rocky cliffs on the way to Jerusalem, you could lose your footing, fall, injure yourself, and your whole trip would be over. So you really wanted someone watching over you. Again, pilgrims didn't have bodyguards. But here they sing in verse 4, Be sure, he who has charge over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Sometimes I'm tempted to think that God is asleep in my life. God's up in heaven like a security guard, watching TV screens of our lives, dozing off, only for me to stub my toe, crash my car, or worse. Where were you, Lord, when that happened? We might ask ourselves. It's here that we need to remember that God doesn't wrap us up in cotton wool. God isn't responsible when I burn my tongue on my coffee or when I get a fine for using my phone in the car. God is our guardian, not our babysitter. We can be confident that he never falls asleep on the job. In 1 Kings 18, the prophet Elijah reveals God as his guardian. The Lord tells him to go before the evil king Ahab. Elijah had criticized the king for worshipping false gods and for killing God's prophets. It seems like the Lord is telling Elijah to put himself in harm's way, but he trusts God and goes anyway. Elijah goes before the king and proposes a test. 
450 prophets of Baal, the god of power and of livestock, and 400 prophets of Asherah, the fertility god worshipped on hilltops, were challenged to make an altar on Mount Carmel and sacrifice it to their gods. Elijah would then make a sacrifice to his god. The only catch was that the prophets couldn't bring fire. The true God would bring the fire for the sacrifices. Ahab trusts in his false gods and agrees to the contest. The 850 priests build their altar and then start chanting and calling on Baal to burn up the sacrifice. But nothing happens. Elijah taunts, Shout louder, he said. Surely he is a god. Perhaps he is deep in thought or busy or traveling. Maybe he's sleeping and must be awakened. So the priests slash themselves and scream out, dancing around the bull's sacrifice, which lies there lifeless. Baal isn't asleep. He simply doesn't exist. But the Lord of Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Elijah repairs the altar set up for the Lord on Mount Carmel. He puts a sacrifice on it, douses it with water, says an earnest prayer to the Lord, and woof! Fire comes down from heaven, and the true guardian of Israel is revealed. God is our guardian. Verse 5 then says, The Lord himself is your keeper. The Lord is your defense upon your right hand. Christians believe that God is omnipresent, which means that he's everywhere. In Lent, this should prompt us to reflect on what God sees us doing. Does he see us living as if he doesn't exist or matter? Do we spend our time doing things for ourselves when we could be serving God and others? God sees the sin in our lives. Lent is a time when we repent of the things that distance us from God and others. It's a time when we clean up our souls so that the thought of God with us fills us with joy rather than dread. John Wesley was a great preacher and hymn writer who started the Methodist movement, which in Australia has since become the Uniting Church. In 1736, he set sail from England to America to preach there. The boat was hit by a storm and he was filled with fear that he might die. And many of the other English sailors on the boat were frightened for their lives. On the same ship were some German missionaries, Moravians, who calmly sang to the Lord and weren't worried at all about sinking. They knew their protector was with them, even at the bottom of the ocean. They weren't afraid of death. In the same way, the pilgrims going to Jerusalem sang, The sun shall not strike you by day, nor shall the moon by night. This is a reminder of the Lord's protection from the elements. For pilgrims, sunstroke was a danger, as many passed out in the heat of the day. People also believed epilepsy or lunacy was caused by moonlight, so nighttime was scary too. The people thanked God for his protection from the elements. Now this doesn't mean the elements won't affect us, but it does give us the strength to walk out the front door. Pilgrims had their worries, and we have our own list of worries today. Many of us still worry about COVID-19 and other diseases going around. Here we see that nothing happens outside of God's plan for our lives. 
The Lord is our protector. And this brings us to the final stanza of Psalm 121. Verse 7 says, The Lord will defend you from all evil. It is he who will guard your life. This verse is special because it contains two words which tie the whole psalm together. The first is the Lord, which is written in all small caps in your Bibles, and it's the divine name. This was the name God gave to Moses when he met him in the burning bush. Moses asked God, what is your name? And the Lord replies, I am who I am, Yahweh in Hebrew. God wants us to know him on a first name basis. He is the Lord who was, who is, and who always will be, all loving and all powerful. The second word is keeper, or in Hebrew, shema. This is the first word Jewish babies hear whispered into their ears when they are born, and it's part of a daily prayer. The prayer, funnily enough, is called the Shema, and it goes like this. Hear, Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. Shema means hear or pay attention to. In Psalm 121, it's translated as keeper, guardian, and watcher. Psalm 121 reminds us that God listens and keeps us. The Shema prayer reminds us to hear the Lord and to obey Him. Shema can also mean obey. We are meant to keep the Lord's commandments and pay attention to Him, and we are to extend that same care and attention to our neighbours people created in God's image. When you're looking down at your phone, you can't pay attention to the people around you. And when you're looking down on others, you can't treat them with respect. By looking up to God and out to the world around us, we free ourselves up for mission. And this draws us into the final line. The Lord will defend your going out and your coming in from this time forward forevermore. Again, that word translated defend is Shema. The Lord is our defender. He's paying attention to us, defending us and keeping us. He will sustain us our whole lives through, even after we die. When Jesus died and shed his blood on the cross, he prayed for you and looked up to God, putting his life in the Father's hands. When you're feeling overwhelmed, read Psalm 121 and it will remind you that God is in control. When you're feeling comfortable, like there's nothing else for you to do in life, read Psalm 121 and remember God has a mission for you. When you're worried about your life, read Psalm 121 and remember God is your keeper and will be with you forevermore. So where does your help come from? What are you trusting in? Do you look to the idols of this world or to the maker of heaven and earth? Let's slow down, look up, and thank the Lord. He is our helper, guardian, protector, and keeper, both now and forevermore. Amen.